The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's Tangenetic Podcast. It's uh, Seth here, as always, with Ben and Swoosh. Yep. Hi. And uh, first bit of news I have for this week, I personally don't care about, but I know a lot of people do. They're making another Kingdom Hearts game. Eh. 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 Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured that would be the groany response to that. But it is a thing, and it's a very popular franchise. I personally don't understand why. Like, we have a lot of friends who love this game. I mean... I mean, Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, they made one, and then they made two, and and then another, and, and they should have stopped after the, the, the first half of the first game. I never even got through the first half of the first game. I got to the hub world, and because of its lack of direction, had no idea where the fuck I was going, and got lost for an hour, and just gave up. I pushed through the first one, mostly because a friend of mine was super into the franchise, and he had the, uh, what was it, the PS4 1.2.5 remix redux version of it that came with, like, every fucking version of the game. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to have a go at this, I may as well get it from him, and he'll be able to give me everything, so if I decide I like it, I don't have to worry about, like, where am I going to get more of it, and I've also got, like, the ultimate version of it, so best chance for me to enjoy. Yeah, I played through all of the first one and was like, I'm out! I'm 100% out! I don't understand why this franchise is so popular. I mean, it's Final Fantasy, but it has Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy. I kind of get the appeal, but at the same time, I'm like, I... Don't want to deal with that. K okay, bye. See, like, if it was Final Fantasy, I'd actually probably like that more. But it's not. It's this weird, like, hybrid between a an action game and a, a turn-based squad thing. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's such an odd mix that I just don't think works. To me, it always felt just like a weird way. It's like, we need to make a bunch of properties relevant in the gaming sphere. How do we do that? Uh, mash them all together in one? That'll work. I mean, that is the concept behind Smash Bros. Yeah, but at least Smash Bros, I could have these things punch each other and be entertaining. Whereas that one's like, I'm going to smack these weird blobby things. Hooray! So, yeah. in- I mean, like... I was, I was going to get off this topic because Kingdom Hearts just... Well, just stop. They should have stopped. Yes, well, they're doing a fourth <laughs> one. I'm not going to play it. I know other people will, but I could not give less of a crap. Yes, please. <laughs> if you've got literally anything else. Take us away know. from Kingdom All right, I'll do that. Uh, so I've got a few other games to bring up with you guys and get your opinions on. Um, so uh, I guess uh, there's a new Subnautica coming out that is a high-resolution 3D-based game. I have already played the main one. I don't need a re-release of the same game. Well, I mean, it won't, it won't be a re-release. It's a brand new game. A different game or in the Subnautica like in the Subna- franchise? Yeah, it's a, it's a Subnautica franchise game, but it's ultra-realism. I, no, I don't want ultra-realism. <laughs> Why? Yeah, well, it's in development at the moment, um... And they, they've been looking around, of course, Unknown Worlds and whatnot. Um, they're, they're seeking a senior narrative designer at the moment to work with them uh, to basically move into a new s- part of the Subnautica universe. 
I mean, like, props to him. I liked the first couple of games, but I don't know about the hyper-realism take on it. That would be a bit weird. But sure. Yeah, sounds wrong. In other news, um, the French the French president, Emmanuel Macron, is coming up for his re-election campaign. And I, I know Seth's going to go, how is this relevant to our podcast? Well, Seth... Oh, no, I think I know let what Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, uh, he... Part of his campaign, and I don't know if Swoosh knows this already, so this might be some exciting news, is that he is going to create a a dedicated Minecraft server for the whole country. That is just going to result in a very large amount of dicks. Also, I'm not French, (laughs) so I don't think I'd care too much. I can't access their French server. Le cock, is what we should say. I, I can only... It's just going to be like a bunch of Eiffel Towers and a bunch of penises. No in between. That's all they're going to make. Be fine. (laughs) But yeah, so that's uh, apparently it's just one of his policies, namely his desire to create a European metaverse as a way to increase France's cultural and informative uh, independence away from big tech companies like Apple and Google. So... To say that they're getting away from big tech companies like Apple and Google, he's going to make a dedicated server to a Minecraft (laughs) uh, Minecraft game owned by Microsoft, one of the largest companies in the fucking world. I don't think he. I don't think he's thought it through very well. So he's he's a politician. He's not thought. So uh, other other things. Let's have a look. So uh, of course, Seth, you said you've got the Lego Star Wars game. How have you have you liked it so far? Look. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Those games, uh, there's a weird bit of my brain they live in that I really like them. I really don't know why. They're almost always kind of the same thing with a different skin. And yeah, I'm really liking it. God damn it, I hate it. I hate that I like it so much. I, they're a Lego game. You can't you can't get a Lego game wrong. It's you hit things, they explode. You get the coins, and and then the dopamine hits, and it's great. Well, the thing they did differently this time, though, is the previous ones usually did, like, specific levels. And that was the, the thing you were running around in and, and doing that for any particular plot point. Now they've got these much bigger, like, sort of, like, hubby levels. And they have different plot line uh, story points within them. So they've expanded out the levels to have much more puzzles, more things to explore, more edges to push into, more hidden shit. Uh, like in the previous ones, you were basically just looking for all the mini kits and the red bricks. And, you know, hoarding every stud you could find. Now, you still want to get all the studs you can get. You still need to find the mini kits, but they've changed it from red bricks to uh, kyber bricks. And you actually have an upgrade tree of abilities to unlock. So you need X number of kyber bricks to unlock an ability. That makes so sense. So they've hidden them a lot more inside of the environment. There's puzzles and challenges to complete within levels. It, it's one of those things I'm going to be able to just dive into for 20 minutes and get a bunch more stuff done. And ah, I've got some more kyber bricks and unlocked more bullshit. That is always a good thing. And I, I need to get a hold of that one. Have you killed the younglings yet? No, I haven't gotten that. Far. So there is a yeah, there's something. There's an exploit in the game where if you get past a certain barrier in the game, uh, in the storyline, you can just infinitely kill younglings. Okay, I know nothing about this. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I don't look for weird things about Lego games. I'm like, I'm just playing the Lego game and getting the dopamine my brain doesn't make normally. Yeah. 
Give me the happy chemicals. Do the thing. If it has to be me fucking wailing on Jaja Binks, that's how it has to happen. Oh, he will die so many times. But speaking of Star Wars games, I really need to play uh, uh, Fallen Order again. That was a you great ha- game. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. It was a. It was For a, a second there, game. I thought you were going to say you hadn't played it. Oh god, no! I played that like within the week it was released and loved every second of it. But we're getting a new installment of it, I think, next year-ish. So I'm like, yeah, I should play that Is game again. That would be really fun. The open world one that's coming out? Yeah. yeah that's going to be real good. Uh, I don't know. I just want to be able to fly my ship into, you know, like a bigger ship and then walk up to the bridge of that ship and then fly that into another bigger ship. You're going to be waiting yeah. a few more games for that to happen, <laughs> I think. They're not going to do that. just want to be able to... Like, you have to remember, they're owned by Disney, therefore, no acts of horrible things. I just want to blow up planets with my death, like my Death Star laser. I just want to blow up planets. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to happen in a in a Star Wars game. Oh, damn it! There are games where you can do that sort of thing, but not Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Next, next on my list of fun little facts for you. Um, mm-hmm. So, let's say you're out of thermal paste and your computer's starting to like your processor's starting to overheat. What would you think would be a good substitute for thermal paste? Going to the store and buying more thermal paste. Look, that's an accurate answer, but let's say that doesn't exist anymore. What would you deem as the most suitable substitution for thermal paste? The blood of my enemies. It's honey. What? Are, they've just started testing honey as a suitable, like, these geeks have just started testing as much as they can to keep a process like a CPU temperature down, and the most efficient one that they've come across thus far is honey. Yeah, but wouldn't you just heat the honey up and then it would just dry and then be useless? Well, yeah, apparently not. Apparently, it doesn't work that way. I guess it depends on how hot the actual PC gets, because it does have a burn point where it crystallizes. So if it stays below that, it'll just be runny. But at the same time, ants exist. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. Like the second you put honey into as a key component in computers, is the second you just get a computer full of ants. That that's that's bad news for everyone. I mean, at least they could wait. Would you rather ants or dust? I would prefer dust. At least I can clear that out without getting bitten. I would have an army of ants, and you can actually run a computer with a fairly large amount of dust in it. I would just have an army of ants just keep defending my computer from dust. But they won't, because ants like eating all the electro components and will just destroy your computer. Bastards. Ants also tend to cause things to heat up when they clump around it. Mm. Therefore, like negating the cooling abilities of the honey. <laughs> so we, so you just have fried ants? I mean, kind of, but at the same time, you then have a fried computer soon after. Bastards. Like, this is where it's one of those things like, oh, in the lab, this works. Like, yeah, in a clean lab with no like access to the outside where ants can get in. Do this in your kitchen one day. See what happens there, geeky guys. <laughs> uh, before we move away from games, there's one more. And, and uh, you, you've te- I mean, you tested it for a tiny bit. I've tested it for probably about four hours today. Uh, it's the new open uh, like Battle Royale wannabe, Battlefield wannabe, free-to-play um Crows, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. 
Not feeling it. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Like, why are we getting another battle royale thing? Isn't that like really late in the cycle? Because I'm pretty sure things are drifting away from that. They had like before all of this, even before PUBG, they had a battle royale that was. It's still free to play on Steam. It's called Ring of Elysium R O E, and it is by far better and more functionally better than any of these battle royales. Yet. It is now dead. It is a completely dead game. Uh, is that actually a thing, or are you talking more hipstery as a you liked it before it was cool kind of? No, like it is. That can happen. It's, it's real good. It's like full battle royale, open world in the snow as well, mind you. And then, like you, you know, you've got other things you can fly around with. Is it's like yeah, it's a like it's like a better form of PUBG. Um, and yeah, now it's just a dead game I think I've got about like almost 400 hours up on the game but it's it's just fallen down see I've managed to avoid playing any of these like uh okay Ben PUBG came out before it did oh fact check alright yeah yep 19th of September we do that occasionally 2018 was when ROE was released and PUBG came out 2017 oh fair potatoes potatoes yeah, but if you're going to sit there and be like, like it's better than PUBG and it came out first, you should probably be right. Well, it came out second and it's better than PUBG, right? That makes it sound worse. I mean, to be honest, I've avoided all of these games for you know a good reason, which is I don't like people. So <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. But this is your biggest chance to kill people. I can do that normally. It's fine. I just get in more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where like I... I'm not great at these games, and I play games like uh, to basically calm down and have fun. But when anything competitive, like you know PUBG or any of those kinds of games, or any competitive mode in a game, mm. I hate them. Yep. Cannot stand. Like I loved playing Overwatch when it first came out. Absolutely loved it to death. It was like me and four other mates who would just play it every night religiously. And of course, a few were like, "Oh, we should make a team and do competitive." I'm like, no, fuck you and everything you stand for. I don't want to do that. <laughs> And, you know, it started off being, no, I'm, I'm good, I'll, I'll keep going. You guys go off and do that, you can do your training and everything else you want to, I'm going to be in the background just playing the game. And then I became, like, you know, a horrible person at certain points, like, oh, why won't you help? I'm like, because I don't want to do competitive ever in any game, including this one. And it's just like, yeah, nope, don't, yeah. Leave, leave me be. I'll let you guys do that shit in the background, I'm not going to stop you, but please don't try and drag me in. I hate competition and I hate people. Fair enough. And I absolutely get that vibe. Fair enough. Like, for some people, they can thrive on that. I'm not one of those people. I just get angry. And it's like, yeah, this is no longer fun. This is a job. I cannot do this. You see, um, so moving away from the games, you see recently uh, all the articles and polls about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I heard about this, but I didn't read anything about it. So, he currently owns... Uh, so, I believe it's 14.9% he owns of, of Twitter. Okay. So, yeah, he, he was offered a position upon the board of directors uh, under the condition that he would not be allowed to buy more, <laughs> more stock. Uh, and he turned down that position. So I have a feeling that he's going to buy more and more of Twitter's stock until he becomes a majority shareholder. 
I mean, like, props to him, I guess. Is what's he going to do with Twitter? Uh, well, Elon's always been about the the way I, I love Elon. He's always been about open speech. He's always been about real news, um, and he's he's always gone to Twitter about that. And unfortunately, due to his social position, unlike Donald Trump, uh, they are not removing any of his posts uh, due to the amount of stake that he holds of Twitter. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, I'm. So go ask Elon about taxes and you know, <laughs> a whole lot of don't tax my ass, despite the fact we really fucking should. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't really consider Elon Musk a particularly person you should aspire to be. I don't understand the hype behind him. It's like most people, it's like, oh, you know, Elon Musk is amazing. Like, he, he might have some parts that make him amazing, sure. But he also needs to pay his fucking taxes. He earns enough money that his taxes could feed a third world country. Pay I mean, your taxes. The dude's uh, main feature is big pocket. Yeah. Like, he didn't make Tesla. Like, that that's not a thing he did. He just bought it and then bought the uh, title of founder from the original founders and made it so they could never use that title again. Yeah. He didn't found Tesla. He bought it. That's basically all he does is funnel money into dumb shit. I just want to... And sometimes it pays off. I want to quickly fact yeah. check uh, fact check you about the taxes statement. Um, for It's well known. He hates talking about it. He doesn't want to be taxed. Yeah, well, yeah, no one wants to be taxed. But, but the, the official thing is he paid $11 billion in taxes last financial year. Which is not how much he should be paying. Yeah. He's very open about stating that. He doesn't like how much he's supposed to pay tax. He's paying less tax than he should be. It's like most corporations anywhere in the world, but especially here in Australia, pay zero tax. Yeah, like, yeah. They I, should I, be paying millions upon millions, but they don't pay that much. The tax bracket should go up the more you, uh, the more you earn, <clears throat> not go down. Yes. We're in agreement there, but unfortunately, people with money tend to funnel a lot of money in making sure that doesn't happen. Seth's yeah. uh, aggressively typing right now. You could have just not said anything because it was going to edit the click clack <laughs> out. But now we have to keep it in for posterity. But it's one of those things. I, I understand some of the hype that comes from Elon Musk. It's the same kind of thing that comes with like most things that... Bezos is just a horrible human being. We all know that. He's a lizard person who's not even trying to disguise it. Uh, then you've got uh, Microsoft, Bill Gates. Uh, even with his stuff of trying to get rid of most of his wealth before he dies, still isn't exactly a great human being. He just has some philanthropy that is pretty good. It, there are sides to them. But in most cases, if you're a billionaire, you have more money than you could and your family could ever spend about... 12 or so lifetimes of everyday spending like half a million to a million dollars just after a certain point you don't need more money just funnel it somewhere useful and not into getting yourself to Mars I mean financing space stuff I don't think is necessarily bad out of like all the stuff Elon Musk does I do like the potential of SpaceX hmm. but SpaceX isn't about really <clears throat> getting anywhere it's about beating uh who's it uh richard branson it, 
it, it's slap fights between billionaires. No, it's, yeah. um, that, that, it's, that's all it's, it's Elon Musk versus um, Jeff Bezos uh, is the main space race. Um, Richard Branson's got his space jet and everything like that, but he's more... Which is a big part of what SpaceX is trying to do as well. Yeah, but he, he's yeah. just more interested in doing the low atmosphere tour guiding experience, basically, because he knows it'll make He wants millions. to do the, the quick trip around... Earth type, yeah. Shit. And mm. right now, it's. Um, I mean, it's still more feasible than this Hyperloop. Well, right now, the, the current bullshit. race is, uh, I guess, getting back to the moon. Um, and well, Jeff Bezos is is a long way behind. I mean, I mean yeah, duh. SpaceX has been around way longer. Oh yeah, true. And also, you know, of all the things, oh, we I've made this amazing ship. It's shaped like a penis. <laughs> it actually <laughs> is, though. Yeah. He made a penis ship. Like at that point, everyone's like, "Are you just dropping the metaphor for this? Are you? It's just are we not even trying to hide?" Okay, sure. I still love that thing where uh, what was it? NASA changed the uh, requirements for you to be considered an astronaut so that Jess Bezos didn't count. Yeah, no, I, I do love that. Like that was brilliant. So next. But, like, I, I swear, half yeah, yeah. people please, were watching. Please, please, pull us off pull of this. Off real this. Yeah, this quick. got we dark. Ran about billionaires. This got dark real quick. All right, I'm going to say a line to you, and you tell me what it. Uh, if you've either seen this trailer yet or know about it. Symbol of okay. truth. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Hmm. Uh, Symbol of truth trailer. It was a teaser that uh, Marvel released on their Twitter. And it's a 30-second trailer, cartoon trailer, but it reflects what it's actually going to look like. Um, but it's, yeah, it's for the new Captain America. May 2022 uh, is what it says in the trailer, so I'm keen to see uh, what the real trailer is going to look like in May. So, like, so it's not an animated it's thing? It's not an animated thing, no. So why did they put out an animated As trailer? a teaser. So it's a comic book based on what happened in the comic books, um, but from what I can see here, it will have uh, Sam Wilson and uh, mental blanking the name Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, and Sebastian Stand. Hey, editor Seth here. Just wanted to jump in real quick and point out that unfortunately, this didn't actually turn out to be a TV show. It's just a comic book. Should be a good read though. So still looking forward to it. Otherwise, back to the podcast. Yeah, at the moment I'm just avoiding all trailers because they, I don't know why, but they've gone back to the thing of we're going to show everything in the trailer. Like, can you stop, please? I might as well just watch the trailer now. You've given away all the key plot points. What was the one we said we were keen yes. for that didn't release anything in the trailer? We, we mentioned this the other week. Man, I can barely remember what I had for breakfast. You're asking the wrong person. But yeah, we um we you know a lot of trailers these days they'll release three or four trailers and it's so frustrating. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's, here's the big bad. Oh, look, he's in his final form. Like, why the fuck would you would you show me that? You have now ruined half the movie. I I lose the urge to go and see it now. I don't understand why they do it. It confuses me. I mean, Marvel's always been doing pretty well with it with their uh, essentially fake trailers. Yeah. Where half stuff doesn't know. I mean, to be yeah. fair, all their movies are like two hours plus now, so it's like, we'll show you three minutes. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, pretty but much. it could be three critical minutes that don't play out the way they look like they do, yeah. which helps a lot. Hmm. That, that I'm okay with, but just 
anything that isn't strictly Marvel at this point, it's like, okay, you've shown me the villain. Neat. Normally you hide that until the last possible second. Sure. But who knows? Now we've got, of course, Hello. a movie we'll have to probably talk about next week because we'll all have seen it by then. It's The, the Secrets of Dumbledore. I won't have, but I don't care. You're not seeing it? I mean, I'll probably go no see way. it, surely, just to see if he finally makes the transition from tailored suits to pajamas, because uh, I want to know what caused that <laughs> weird shift in fashion. That's all I care about, uh, and I do enjoy Newt. He's fun. Yeah, a, yeah like Jude Law is going to be playing Elvis Dumbledore, so it's pretty cool. Um, good actor, so it's. I'm keen. I'm just keen to see it. I just don't care that much about Harry Potter. I mostly read the books because my sister was super into it and I wanted to have something to, to connect with my sibling over. And I watched all the movies with her. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, the back half of those books are bad. Mm. Like, like, I've read enough stories that I feel like I at least reasonably can be like, you didn't plan enough of this out. You kind of flew by the seat of your pants. And I understand that there's a lot of... You know, she was under a lot of pressure towards the back half of um, the Harry Potter franchise because she had deadlines and she was popular now and all kinds of stuff. But there's some, like, just straight up bad writing in particularly the last book. So when they started doing these side movies, it's like, you're not even part of the bit that's kind of interesting. And you shat all over the first one. The second one's a complete misfire, so I have zero interest in watching another side movie. Hmm. And was it the um, the thing that always got me with like any of the Harry Potter stuff was it was so sporadic. Uh, but at the same time, there was that point where she's like, "Oh, I killed the first character." We're like, you know, was it Sirius Black is the first person to actually die? And she did an interview. It was like she came out. Was like, I I was so sad. I cried, and everyone was you know asking what happened. Like I killed him. And then the last book is kill you and kill you and kill you and you're dead. It's like. Did- what? Who hurt you? Why are you suddenly murdering everything? Like, did did these characters anger you at some point? It's I don't just, like that. I wrote some twins. I'm gonna stop that. God, that some of the weird shit that people have written for that after the fact. Like, guys, guys, calm down. Fanfics, bad. Squirt bottles. At, at the same time, some of those little ones about like how George. I think it's George who lives. Yeah. Um, how he deals with it afterwards is just like, dude, like, calm down. Yeah, I, he's a book character. I understand that you're really into them, but like, dude, what's wrong? Like, do you need a hug? Calm down, Satan, Jesus. Oh man, some of those are super heavy. Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, so, so you go and feel things today. Like, do I have to? Yes. Well, okay. Oh, uh, uh, anyway. But uh, fun, so fun fact though, fun fact about it, um, in China, The Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, they've actually cut out scenes from the movie with any gay references at all. Well, we knew that was happening. China is very much anti-gay and very, very happy to chop up a movie. Or add stuff in. Uh, what is it? Iron Man 3, I think it is? Yeah. When he goes to have his... his uh, have the surgery to take it to take the arc reactor and all the bits of metal out in the I think it's the Chinese one I'm pretty sure they add in an extra scene where he goes to China to have it done specifically yeah it's, it's very odd it's very strange it's one of those 
propagandary things and I, I get it to a certain extent it's like you can't say bad things about governments but at the same time the amount of times that you know, big industries will be like yeah no that's fine we'll listen to you it's like, please please don't they're committing war atrocities guys Jesus <laughs> so what no squirt bottle whilst we're still on the movie uh, movie world um that's a horrible theme park and you know <laughs> Wait, I think bad. it's a bit too soon. It's got a good roller coaster. A bit too soon to speak of theme parks, especially Movie World, considering a kid was flung off the carous- uh, carousel the other day and cut his head open. What, again? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, so Movie World uh, had to close the other day because a kid fell off the children's carousel somehow, <laughs> right, uh, and cut his head open. It honestly doesn't surprise me. I don't think a lot of those the rides have been well looked after in the last few years. I mean, they have no money coming in, so they can't really do basic maintenance on half of them. Uh, but anyway... I mean, they... Movie World's whole thing <laughs> now these days is just doing Fright Night. Yeah. Uh, so, fun fact, they don't actually do it anymore. It's now at SeaWorld. Oh, well, there you go then. Yep. So, basically, I... Fright Night is now they just throw people in the shark tank. That's <laughs> Pretty much. Welcome to Fright Night. Throw in. Ah, that's fine. So, back to, um, back to movies. <laughs> so, what's the... What they do in your okay. fright night? They release the polar bears. Movies. Another, <laughs> so a movie we're really keen about. Um, I, I know you guys would be keen about it because it's Marvel and it's not going to be bad. Um, is Thor: Love you and say Thunder? That. I mean, I'm keen for for Marvel things, and Thor has been doing the whole weird retro '80s stuff of late, so that could be fun. But uh, more so, Batman himself, Christian Bale, is going to be the villain. As Batman? <laughs> As Gore, the God Butcher. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. So, I mean, all, if if he even shows up, I just look at him and I instantly think of Batman. Like, instantly. I forget I mean, that Christian Bale does characters. <laughs> I, I don't really see him as Batman because I, I can never forgive him for the fucking Batman voice. That wasn't him. Was it? Which one was Christian Bale? No, no, he did do the Batman voice, but I mean, he didn't start it. Yeah, I mean, still, but like, his was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Like, when you needed subtitles to understand Batman and Bane, I would have preferred <laughs> Sylvester Stallone play Batman at that point. At least I can understand him. Can you, though? I mean, kinda? Occasionally he yells one word out, I understand. Blah! <laughs> 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 oh, he will never get past being dread. Nope. So, um, the fan world has released so many posters of The Amazing Spider-Man 3 um, featuring Gwen Stacy returning as Venom. What are your thoughts on that? So, it's Venom, like, controlling a corpse? I don't know why... Why? why okay, why not just adapt the actual plotline for Lady Venom? Uh, because Emma... Wait, what? Who is it? Emma it's Stone? The, no, it's the girlfriend of... Um, of uh, the guy who actually plays Venom. Who who actually has Venom. Tom Hardy? Um, I can't remember his fucking name. Not the actor. The character. Um, his, his girlfriend's the one who becomes Lady Venom. Oh, no, I meant who was um, playing Gwen. I'm assuming it was like Emma Stone again. It's a fan poster, it's no one. No, but it's like 30 or 40 different fan posters now, so we'll see what happens if uh, 
we do well, Marvel do what they usually do and they they see something and then they're like let's make a movie of it except they can't because they that, that's one of the things like a lot of you know those kind of things Marvel and a lot of other places say please don't do that it's why um, if you go to Supernova or any Comic uh, Con kind of event people say do not show me your work because if they make anything remotely similar they can then be sued so that's the fun thing with these kind of fan stuff that pops up occasionally more often than not by simply making it and if it becomes a meme or becomes popular you are guaranteeing that thing you want will not be made fair fair yeah what was that i mean i know people like want to do the stuff and they want to make a thing it's like guys you're hurting your own chances here now, what was um, what was your thoughts behind Will Smith being banned from the Oscars for ten years? Uh, that the Oscars probably won't be relevant within the next two. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's still going to get nominated, and he's still going to win, and he's going to like work his ass off <clears throat> to make sure that he still wins, even though he's not there, because that that would be like the biggest fuck you to everyone. Well, I do believe they've just stopped him going to the actual awards. They haven't stopped him winning any. Yeah. Like they so basically it's nothing banned. He can't attend, but they'll just remote him in kind of things. Like, oh, he's got a webcam at home. It'll be fine. Or but also, someone like, can accept on his behalf or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really fucking matter. Although, all I want, if it does continue and he does win an Oscar, is I want that person to walk up, accept the award, and slap the person. <laughs> but... <laughs> That would be great. That or, and not that I like him actually thinking he's a fucking jerk, Chris Rock does the exceptions. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of Chris Rock stuff. Like, it's kind of odd. Had he not sat there going, that's a good joke afterwards, he would have been fine. It would have been an issue. But like, it's one of those things where the Oscars were already dying. The, the viewership had been pretty low for a while. And the only thing that really gave it a bump this year was the fact that you know will smith slapped the shit out of chris rock i didn't even know it was on until the memes dropped that was the that oh, was yeah, the main meme. meme it's like no one would have known the oscars actually ran if this didn't happen exactly because the, like, the oscars aren't for us they're for a bunch of hollywood people to pat each other on the back and go you do act good <laughs> you do the thing well done yay i've got that you so I just isn't actually gold. I just came across. across some news that I don't know how I feel about it, but at the same time, I'd Gross. be keen to see it. Um, so back in 1997, there was a movie that starred the Dark Times, John Travolta. Oh God, the really Dark Times, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Do you remember what this movie was? I don't know. Uh, Look who's talking. Three. I don't know. It, it, a famous line from it was. You take his face off. Oh, God, that movie. I keep forgetting it exists. Face. Yeah, so uh, they've started working on a new one. Why? Face Off 2. Starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. But, but why? I just don't care. Like, just, like it's, it's an old movie... That has some uh, some cult clout, but like, I, I just don't give a shit. It, I don't give a shit about John Travolta, and I'm mostly enjoying the train wreck that is watching whatever the fuck Nick Cage is doing right now. <laughs> oh, what's starring in his own movie? 
It's one of those. Think he's in. Yeah, it's one of those things that just. I think we're in that time where the old generation of actors wants to relive their glory days, so they're just remaking all the stuff again. And some things should definitely not be remade or expanded upon. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you just let it let it end. I mean, they're, fit, they're end, you know, they're, okay. they're two hundred million dollars lost to them a while, but now they're getting low to the point where Centrelink's like, maybe we should give these guys some money, and now they want to make another movie. I mean, maybe no, actually, John Travolta probably lost all his money to Scientology. Let's be honest. <laughs> No, just sign your assets over to us, John. It'll be fine. We'll look after him. Oof, that... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are who are older actors that you would like to hang up the boots? Anyone come to mind? Well, I mean, like... Let's start with John Travolta. Uh, but apart from that, who else is really the You know left? who should... Because I think most have given you up. You know who should put the boots back on, even though he hung up the boots like two weeks ago? Bruce Willis. We need another Die Hard movie. No, I think. no, no, no. He, he can crawl through vents at home. It's fine. We need Die Hard 6. Like, Actually... No, uh, we really don't. <laughs> oh, my brain's just gone dead on an act, a very famous actor's name. I'm just trying to remember. Tom Cruise? Harrison I, I Ford! Oh, that's the one. Wait, oh, Harrison? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, didn't he actually drop out? I think he has finished. It didn't help uh, that he made another Indy, Indiana Jones, uh, like, what, three yeah. years ago? I mean, they were trying to hand it over to Shia LaBeouf. That was already going to be bad. No, but Harrison Ford's now. Wasn't the last movie he did with the Star Wars one? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Where he played a very uh, minor role. Jim Carrey has retired. His last official movie was Sonic 2, which I find hilarious. Uh, So he's basically just hanging out at home painting now. So good on him. I'm slightly sad about that. I haven't seen the second Sonic movie, but by all accounts, it's actually a pretty good time. So it's going to be sad that they can't do a third one. Because if they do, they have to either recast um, yeah. Robotnik. He he uh, announced it in like in the middle of a press release for Sonic Two. I think it was like you know I'm I'm done. I'm I'm hanging up the boots. It's like ah, oh. but he had really good. I watched the thing and he had a really good argu- you know, argument for it. And it's like yeah, that makes sense, man. Like good on you. You did well. You had a very long career and you brought some laughs in. Yeah. Sure, you, the you man with the up. rubber face. Yeah, he handed up to all hell. That's why we loved him. I don't want to don't right. make your uh, face palm or anything, but Harrison Ford's not going anywhere. Um, Damn it. He just signed for his first ongoing TV series role in a comedy on Apple TV with Jason Segel. Uh, oh, so, so he's dropped down to Segel. Um, TV Siegel. with Segel. Segel. Fuck that. He hasn't Siegel. been relevant in... Fucking years! What? No, how did he come back? Isn't it Seagull? Are, are we talking about Fat Karate Man or? Somebody yeah, we're talking else? about Under Siege Seagulls. You know, it's it's okay. Fat Karate Man. Um, I I don't know how he came back. Like, who let him out of the cage? Do I? We had finally trapped him behind the boulder. We were free. What the fuck? I, I honestly thought Seagull was. No, 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 no. Maybe not dead, but like definitely. Well, out to pasture. Well, it does make sense. We are seeing a resurgence of what we thought to be dead diseases. Guys, guys, <laughs> not not Steven Seagal, Jason Siegel. Oh! See, I not asked the you the fat, fat karate no, no, no. dude. How I Met Your Mother guy. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, no, that no, I'm okay with. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, thank <laughs> Christ. Oh. I was going to let that go there a little bit go. longer, but I feel yeah. 
Yeah, like, you guys started getting like, really mad. How did that karate man get out of the cage? What's happening? You guys started getting really mad about it. I should have just let it keep going. <laughs> we would have got angry enough to Google it. It's fine. So yes, uh, he's his first TV series ever, um, and it looks like it looks like it's he heading this way. Like a lot of actors and whatnot are just finding there's more money and there's more longe uh, like just longevity, longevity. Uh, in in TV series nowadays. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's where entertainment's headed because you can get a better story structure out of a TV series than you can movies half the time. Exactly right. Exactly. Depending on and the story, you, of course. You're also generally not having to deal with uh, quite the... I mean, the, I was about to say budget, but like TV shows are getting very expensive these days. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you've generally also got usually less high stakes for, you know, stunts or... You know, you might be a big-name actor, but you're not expected to, like, carry an entire film. You're going to have an ensemble cast to carry the weight with you. Hmm. So, yeah, I can definitely see um, him stepping down to a TV show. I know he's not doing any more Star Wars movies. He's so fucking out on Star Wars. <laughs> okay, if they bring any of the current cast back for Star Wars, I'll be disappointed. Just throw it a few hundred years in the future and be done. Wait. Take us away from the Skywalkers. the new ones didn't happen. No, that too. Can we just not have Skywalkers? Just, yeah. Hold up. Just saying. I know. Uh, it just came to me. It just came to me. Someone who you want to hang up the boots. Tom Cruise? Brie Larson. Yes. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Brie Larson as an actor. I'll freely admit that. But I don't necessarily want her to hang up the boots. Like, there's an audience that does like her stuff. And they can enjoy it for all they want. She's still pretty young in, in in her career as far as... Compared to some actors. So she's probably not at that point where it's like, get the fuck out of movies. I just don't happen to particularly care for Brie Lawson's movies. I just keep forgetting who she is. Just <laughs> I, but I do that with most like actors, to be honest. I can barely remember any of their names. I remember parts they play. I remember they, their, um, uh, their character names. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I do agree that Tom Cruise should go away. Yeah, I I Man, feel like yes. after this Top Gun uh, and after probably six more Mission Impossible's, he will retire. Oh, damn it, why would they not? I end? mean, I'm pretty sure he just does Mission Impossible to get his cardio in. At some point, he is going to twist an ankle and can't run anymore. That's the day he retires. That's the day he shoots himself. So he's a racehorse. Oh no, I can't run anymore. Well, that's it, I'm out. At that point, I, I don't think it'll be him that it'll be his, like, his agent or his partner. I was like, sorry, cocks the guns. <laughs> you, you had a good run, boy. <laughs> so apparently, uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, apparently he bought two full-fledged robots uh, and they, they move around the set and they test people's temperatures automatically. Okay. Like he actually. I'm guessing it's a COVID. Yeah, thing. he bought two robots. I'm gonna hope it's a COVID thing. Just that, or he has some really weird fetishes. Like, oh. look, man, it could be weird. I'm assuming they're using the lasers to like point at people's heads. Imagine if you're just standing around <clears throat> and it's like butt thermometer, <laughs> just staring at crotches. Oh, but man. all I can imagine is like they walk on set. There's like a couple of robots testing temperatures. Like, uh, Tom, what, what? These are for COVID, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Go with that. <laughs> that. That's that's a thing. 
I would do that too. Even if I bought the things for COVID, I would be just like, yeah, COVID, right? Like, yes, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I got them. I just leave the Look, room. Look, I I know if I had something like that roving around a set, I would automatically change the little laser thing that they use to the radical from Predator. Ha! Yes, with the clicking. <laughs> yeah, just. So that someone's just on the other side of a room that just randomly just sort of pings under their forehead. Like three dots. <laughs> Were we getting a new Predator at some point? I swear I saw something for that. It was the most... I don't... It was one like four I years ago, we, wasn't it? No, I, I yeah, swear we were getting a new TV was, series. Ooh, TV that series. That was weaponized autism and that movie sucked. <laughs> it really was a really bad movie, but I still watch it on occasion when I feel like just losing brain cells. But it's one of those things, like, I swear I saw a thing for a TV series for it, and that kind of rehyped me, because I would honestly really like a Predator TV series. Because that way they could explore some shit. It'd be great. Um, but all I can remember from, like, the most recent Predator stuff was Lawrence Fishburne, I think, going insane? No, it was, um... Who was the one who was surviving on the weird jungle planet for, like, ages? Oh, is that the year where they all woke up on that weird planet? Yeah, when they were like they. Yeah, that's the one that had Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he set all the traps everywhere. That that I enjoyed. He plays a good crazy guy. We were meant to be getting a new Gremlins TV show, but that got sidelined oh, no. and like kind of got sad because I loved that stuff. A Gremlins TV show would be really fun, especially if they went into the actual horror aspect. And just lean into the campy horror. It'd be fun. Yeah, but that would require them to actually lean into the campy horror. That is true. But can you imagine Gremlins with, like, Critter's level of gore and stupidity? I would love it. I would love it. You know, I wasn't wrong. (laughs) Right? I wasn't wrong, so we fact-checked, and there is two. uh, So Mission Impossible 7 is in post-production, and Mission Impossible 8 is currently in filming. Oh, goddammit. What are they going to do when he has a heart attack mid-jog one day? Like... Who's going to be, be the next the one? <laughs> yeah, true. He won't die. We know this. Yeah. Actually, no. The only immortal we're allowed to have is Keanu Reeves. All the others can be destroyed. So, like, Highlander situation be fine. Okay, Swoosh. The thing you might be thinking of with Predator is the new movie called Prey. I did not know that was a thing, but I probably have confused it, yes. That's the one with... I think it's a Native American is being hunted. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's it's a Native American woman in the American Civil War. Interesting. Being hunted by Predator? Uh, Predator's involved. Neat. There's not an awful lot about what the movie's about yet, other than that it includes the Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think that could be interesting. That is Arnold. Might be fun. Is Arnold in it? He'll probably play, it. He'll play some Confederate general in the far distance or something. Who knows? He'll just appear. He'll just hear it in the far distance, really, really, you hear, Hello! Just right at the end, all that will happen. He'll just walk onto set, shoot it with a grenade launcher, and just walk out. Someone will yell, get to the chopper, and choppers won't have existed yet. It'd be great. <laughs> we haven't really I had, don't like... I really associate Arnold with the Predator movies anymore. We haven't really had, like, a Predator in the Stone Age type thing, have we? I mean... Not in a movie. The comics had it. Yeah. The comics have had all kinds of weird shit. Man, can you imagine being that one predator who died to a human in the Stone Age? Shameful. <laughs> no one knows about that guy. Yeah. For good reason. Although, when predators <clears throat> do um, 
get very old, they basically take off all their super high-tech gear and then just go find someone to fight to death. Yeah, they have the whole Valhalla die-in-battle thing. Did you guys ever play to... um, Predator Hunting Grounds? That sounds familiar, but I don't no, think I ever played I, it. I saw it and was like, nah, this is another dumb asynchronous multiplayer thing. It's stupid, it's gonna die, and guess what? It died. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually uh, the voice for the, for the player. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He does some fun things. I thought he was stopping... Like, it's a cool idea, but it was never going like, to work. I thought he was stopping it all because, of course, he's governor and whatnot. Like, I thought he was stopping all the whole movie type stuff. Well, he kept saying that. And then he'd go back and be like, I'm going to do movies again. And then he'd be like, I'm going to be the governor again. And then it's just... In or out. You're like a cat. <laughs> Choose one. Because he's... Bad governor. He's going to be in The Legend of Conan. I mean... Well, I mean he is the most iconic Conan. He is Conan. There is no other Conan. I don't think there is, actually. He knows what is best in life. I mean, I keep forgetting they're making a new Conan, and I don't know how I feels about it, because the first one was pretty campy, but it also gives me hope that maybe Flash Gordon might get a new movie, and I will be able to laugh hysterically, especially if ah. they bring back Brian Blessed. I doubt that one's coming. That one's gonna happen. No matter how much Ted tried to make it happen, I just doubt it. Ted, yeah, Ted did a really no, good they job really of that, did though. try. I wonder if we'll get something new from like Seth MacFarlane. Actually, we haven't had anything from him in a while. He's been writing the Orville, and I think they chained him in the basement to try and make more Family Guy. Well, I mean, he's already written the next, I think, season and a half of Family Guy. So um... I'm pretty sure he bangs them out in the afternoon. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He he's re- he doesn't. I don't think he hates Family Guy, but he really doesn't want to be working on it as much anymore. Well, I mean, it, it's... Unlike The Simpsons, unlike South Park, I'm still amazed that Family Guy's got originality. Yeah. And I think... It's like... it's they, they try and keep it up to date in a way. They at least modernise the characters better than The Simpsons did, or and it's, everything it's else. It's picking so. up where South Park sort of stopped, where it is so real about society and so spot on with society's flaws and South Park used to be like that but now South Park's taking a big step back they're doing more social commentary as opposed to what Family Guy is which is standing out in front of everything going this is the issue yeah. and just pointing at it openly <laughs> what fucking show are you watching well it's like not really the issue but they just point at things that happen it's like this guy th- this thing look at this they're just dropping um who was it? One of the celebrities that killed the guy by running them over. Um, and every time they can, they reference it. <laughs> no, just, that was South Park. It's both of them. They've both done the thing. One was um, Jenna and the other was a different one. I, and I remember the one in, in Family Guy. And I would have felt like I'd remember a Pete joke like that. <laughs> they love to hammer jokes way hard. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're well known as uh, one of their writing style is if we throw everything at the wall and you laugh once, we win. Yeah. It was a thing where it just, I can't remember who the actual celebrity was, but it was like, this person killed a man. Yeah, that guy killed a man. And just that kept happening throughout like the series. I don't remember that, but you know, there's a lot of family guy. I'm not I mean, surprised. the, last, the yeah. last movie he was in was um, uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Hmm. And you know what? Great movie. Well, it was a good movie. Well, if he's let to do something original, he can do well. But at the moment, he's just pushing jokes as far as he can to see if they keep going. At this point, I think he's like, just cancel me. Cancel me. 
well, and they refuse. I mean, like, somehow it's like, oh, you did it again. You got another great episode now. Like, please let me die. I mean, it's been <laughs> 23 years now, a family guy. like, <clears throat> And then he he's also write, he written American Dad. Like, that's been 20... Actually, 20, oh, man, American Dad It's been 19 years. Honestly, I, I kind of want The Simpsons to finally keel over and stop. Oh, if, the, if we can, like, put a bullet in one animated show, just let The Simpsons be over. Yeah, just release them from their hell, please. So he's, um, I mean, he's written enough episodes for American Dad to last all the way through 2024. Hmm. Um, that, but the thing is, like, they're popcorn kind of stuff. They're, they're not really deep or, you know, huge. They're, they're pretty simple. And then, um, so like, I can imagine he just he he just gives them the basic plot points of this needs to happen, and then someone goes through and writes all the dialogue. I mean, and the Orville's coming out like the season three, so I'm really keen for that. Yes, oh, hell yeah, Orville is the best. I just remember the, the first show. episode of it ever where the like she's cheating on him with an alien in the bed, and then mm. it just comes out. It comes like it comes, but it's it comes out of his nose. We didn't have sass levels quite like that episode, to be honest. Like because they. They needed that one to be ramped up to 11 to get the syndication and everything. Yeah. But the whole thing of the, um, it's, like, it's an anti-banana gun. We need never fear the banana again. The one episode... do other fruits. One episode I think should be part, like, I, I mean, I'm just advocate of the worst possible scenarios in the world, but uh, they had an episode where you had, like, a vote up, vote down badge on yourself, and if you provided, you know, if you were nice to someone or if you smiled, they'd come and push vote up on you. But, you know, if you cut someone off, if you're rude, they'd push vote down on you. And then if you get enough vote downs, then, of course, you get stood in front of this jury and then uh, and then you die. I mean, you know a country actually implemented that at one point, right? Yeah, China. Yeah. That's interesting. It's also, terrifying. Also, the, the better version of that in a fictional sense was the Black Mirror. Yeah, episode. Black Mirror, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, but I like the fact the Orville goes and does the moral quandaries like the old Star Trek used to do. So mm. it still keeps that really old Star Trek feel, but the nice, funny a- uh, attitude and laid back, campy fun. It's like, yes, this is what I wanted. This is Although, I needed. This. I do have a question for you, Swoosh. Oh no! Do you think the Orville would have done as well if Lower Decks had come out first? Uh, I think it would have. Mostly because, for some reason, a lot of people get turned off the animation side of things. Like, I'm trying to force Lower Decks onto a lot of people. Uh, but everyone's like, oh, I don't watch animated things. Like, well, just watch the thing! That's the thing, though. Like, a big crossover of the community who likes animation, uh, Star Trek nerds. That's a really... That's almost a circle, not a Venn diagram. Yeah. So... I wonder if the like because a big part of why the Orville was such a big like oh my god was it was like it's satire Star Trek that is so fucking cool, but like I would argue that Lower Decks is better, but it's also got to play with all the actual names and full iconography. It doesn't have to get dangerously close. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if the Orville would have like landed as hard if Lower Decks had come out first and bled off a little of that desire for satire. I think it would have done just as well since whilst a lot of Star Trek nerds do did watch the Orville, it actually brought in a lot of non-Star Trek nerds, like so many people. So I think it would have been much of a muchness. The Star Trek nerds may be going, oh, that would be interesting and may not have clicked into it as soon, 
but still would have got the general masses that drew in with Seth MacFarlane's just dedicated fan bases from felt like Family Guy and that kind of stuff. That is very What's fair. your take on uh, uh, Space Force? Okay, uh, not not great. Um, it's the wrong kind of cringy. Yeah, hundred percent. And I don't actually like the the comedian they use for the main act, the main character, Steve Carroll. Steve Carell. Uh, Steve Carella. He's I, I don't like him very much. So it's like I don't like your premise. Your thing isn't that funny, and the actor you have in your top role is someone I don't like. I'm out. <laughs> I I tried to enjoy it, but I never really got drew or drawn into it. Um, if you want something, I, it was like they were trying to be Eureka, but without any of the fun. Mm. So, and if I wanted that, I would just watch Eureka again, if like because it was a great TV series. And what? Why did that go away? Now I'm sad. Honestly, surprised you didn't try and stealth talk about what was it Warehouse Thirteen. I do like Warehouse Thirteen. That was a great show. Fight me. The minute you mentioned Eureka, it's like here it comes. Here's the Warehouse Thirteen talk from Swoosh. I mean, they had crossover episodes. It was a great show. I know, it was great. It was very good. We need more of it. Could only have been better if they brought in Better Off Ted as a third spin-on. Ugh, that is a... Sh- have you ever seen that show, Ben? No, no, I have not. Better Off Ted is uh, amazing. Best show that only ever got one season. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a few of those, hey. Like, what else is there that only got one season? Oh, this one wins. There was, like... Cause there was, it was during a time where they were throwing just a bunch of stuff at the wall. So we had Better Off Ted, which was a giant mega corporation. Uh, and an R&D group within it. So they had a marketing person, a uh, project lead, two scientists, and the marketing lead's boss. Um, and like one of the first things in the, like the first episode is like, we, we, we solve problems. And his boss walks in like, we need a mouse that can stand 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, real or computer? Like, I'll check. He just <laughs> closes the door. Like, and he goes on with his spiel. Two seconds later, she comes back in and like, computer? Like, oh, that's so much easier. <laughs> It's mad science in an office building, and it's amazing. So good. So I've got a quiz for you. When was the first F word said in a, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, oh, fucking no. I don't no idea. Look for that sort of shit. Well, of course, you would Before have... Before Disney bought them. You would have never found it, because the first F-bomb in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was Moon Knight Episode 2. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. Side note: Since we've gotten to it, do we want to talk about that episode? Because that shit was good. It was pretty fun. It, Im- it improved it a lot on the first episode, like we expected. So I'm I'm pretty keen. I mean, Moon Knight yeah, was always going to be a slow burn, but I'm I'm keen and got that. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I liked it. Hundred percent. Then you saw uh, Halo as well. And look, the third episode of that actually went in some interesting directions. I'm going to throw the the spoiler talk up here because I do want to talk a little bit about this episode because they finally did two things that I think are really good for the setting. One, they finally gave him Cortana. Yeah. Which is great. Took him long enough, but she's finally part of the show and she's great. Um, Anyone who is like, oh no, I want my fat ass Cortana. Well, fuck off. The one they have, one is the actual voice actor's face and she's great. Very emotive, absolutely love their Cortana. Yeah, same. Two, the idea in this setting is that Chief and all the Spartans essentially have an emotion suppression palette. In this episode, he removes it, 
So you now have uh, Master Chief walking around kind of experiencing the real world for the first time. Despite the fact that he's like 30 or something in the show, he's had this suppression his whole life. So the shades of grey are what he thinks the world is. Like there's that point where he goes out exploring and is just sitting there listening to like two people play the cello for for ages. Yeah, because this is the first time he's ever been able to really listen to music. Yeah, and we've like I've been talking to people and a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, the the Drifter girl's going to come back. She's 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 going to be important. The the girl who survives the first ambush." I don't think she's really that important anymore because the only purpose, at least at this point, that she had all served was an audience insert into the setting. Chief can be that now. Yeah. Because he can now have his emotions, he can let go of the stoicism, you can have Chief be the audience insert character at the same time as being the main character. We're going to see some they weird just, stuff. Like They're still focusing on her a bit, and I don't know I where don't they're know going why. with her, but... I don't, like her. I don't like her a lot. Her character seems to be going absolutely nowhere. It does seem to be very much whiny child. I'm like, I don't know if I care about this person, but we'll see. I know. Look, the the stuff with Chief and Cortana has got me very interested. Um, I like that they're using Cortana uh, at the behest of Halsey to essentially manipulate Chief, which is hmm. interesting. See where that all pans out to. Yeah, it, it's like the third episode's actually got me a little pumped for Halo and the previous two episodes absolutely did not I would have called it absolute gruel as far as the TV show goes but you know I found a piece of beef in there yeah I'm kind of hoping just for a passing um, like remark at the uh, red versus blue guys or at least Spartan 1337 somewhere referenced that would be really fun I think they're a little too side content for this this seems to want to take itself a bit too seriously to have True. that sort of dumb shit. But at the same time, the games did start having red versus blue references in them. Yeah, but this TV show isn't... 343 embraced the memes. Yeah. I mean, come on. They, uh, they didn't, I'm pretty sure the tires of the original Warthog didn't say Puma, but they do now because of RVB. Yeah, true. So, the the company likes them but I don't know if this studio gives a shit that is true well maybe we it remains to see we can dream mm. although we have reached the hour mark and I think we are yet to have our super fight we've got to get on to that we want to finish with the super fight we do I'm just going to let this police car drive past oh god they found you run and it's time for our super fight so we're going to go with... Nope, they're back for you. Oh, they came back. We told you not to steal that stuff, man. Gold's expensive. I just wanted diamonds. I use the bars. <laughs> well, I thought they were gold bars of soap, but they don't wash me very well. All right, guys, without they're any really further ado, we're going to hand over to our assistant, Keith, and she's going to read out Swoosh's Zombie Survival Guide. You are an Olympic gymnast. That is armed with an axe. <laughs> so, so I, I, okay, I win. Um, I'm never touching the ground, and anything gets close to me gets axed in the face. I got to imagine you're doing like one of those baton routines, but with a hatchet. Yeah, yeah, we've got to really specify I mean, what what 
type of gymnast? Like, what do you specialize in? <clears throat> Just the the flips, or? I mean, I, I'd say the like the flippy, life jumping around that like, kind of gymnast. The thing none of us will like, ever do. Oh God, no! God, no! <laughs> Look, I, I can pull my back out just looking at that stuff, but it's honestly, it would just be like, you know, I'd stick to rooftops, I'd flippy around, I'd do other dumb things. Everything that got close to me would die by an axe in a gloriously over the top way. You know, it'd just be great. I'd have fun. I feel like you'd be one of the gymnasts that Instagrams every kill because it would be like cinematic. Yeah, done. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'd end up doing the dying light thing, just building on top of roofs. Like Mirror's Edge, but for zombies. Yeah. You know, dying light. <laughs> Alright, Seth. Dying. Well, that was a pretty, uh... Alright, we gotta really turn... Oh, here we go. This suit... Yeah, actually, this will suit you. Oh, so it's real bad. So you're a mad scientist, and you're armed with a cattle prod. Hmm. How the fuck did I get Swoosh's cards? Yeah, like... <laughs> odd. <clears throat> I mean, if I'm a mad scientist with a cattle prod, an awful lot of the mad scientists is going to be stabbing zombies with a cattle prod and seeing what happens. I mean, it's true. I'm not going to live. As long as you ride it down. Like, <laughs> that's when it becomes science. Otherwise, I mean, you're still... I can, I can ride it down in viscera. No, it's true. Actually, the the fun thing is, most mad scientists aren't scientists. They're mad engineers. Yes, they don't have a science degree. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, most of them don't have a, a hypothesis to prove. They they just want to build a machine that causes death. That's an engineer. I mean, their hypothesis is, there's something that's going to happen if I do. I want to know what. True. So I wouldn't call them mad either. You I'd, know, it's going to be like... I'd call, them cr I'd call them creative. I wouldn't call them mad scientists. He might I mean, just he might be grumpy, we don't know. It's a zombie apocalypse. I have a cattle prod. Zap. Huh. <laughs> okay, let's try it again. Hypothesis yeah, proved. I'm going to die. Oh no. Well that's why like I'm sure he's gonna get too dialed in and I'm gonna get too dialed in on something, and then it's just like, ah, now I'm zombie chow. But what happens if I cattle prod myself? <laughs> <laughs> well you need the control group. That's how you know it's science. Right, so I'm going to go get the axe-wieldy dancer on the roof. <laughs> Good luck with it, sir. I have an axe. Yeah, but my cattle prod's longer. That is true. Whoa, whoa. It's not about the size. It's about how you use it. Yes, yeah, so mine has a couple thousand volts going through your non-electric axe. I'm just going to flippy away. <laughs> flippy, flippy, flippy! <laughs> All right. So that was our... Uh... Super fight out of the way, and uh, we are about time to wrap up here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you don't want us wrapping. You, you really don't. That's for next week. Oh, no. We're, we're entirely too white to wrap. We really are. I'm pretty sure we glow in the dark. That's for next week. Let's pick out some... Uh, let's head back to our tangent from a week ago, uh, and let's go through some games that should have never come, gone through Alpha. I mean, maybe we'll get there. We're going to do that this episode as well. <laughs> Something distracted us. Right, we'll start... Next episode, we'll start with that instead of letting other stuff get in the way. Yeah, yeah, done. We're, we'll start with that, then immediately get distracted so we don't 
get saying we you know, went against our word, be fine. Uh, also, when is our competition due? Two more weeks. Uh, Share yeah, the post. Wonderful. Facebook. Share the Ukraine post. We got 120 codes to give away. Support the Ukraine and all the wonderful things. Fortnite just raised 144 million for them. So um, yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah, they d- donated all the profits from the the season that just started for I think it was like the first couple of weeks or something. Yeah, mm. yeah. <clears throat> well, that's awesome. All right, but that's not surprising. Fortnite prints money. Yeah, still awesome, but like, of course, Fortnite did that much. Teenagers with credit cards, they'll, they'll keep you going. Damn right. All right, guys, have a great night. Anyway, have a good one. We out.